welcome back. This is season preview number three. Um, we've made through. We made it through two. Al, are you are you still sane? Still all right. Yeah, it's yeah. two. This is the third one in the same night, isn't it? But for it the is in the same of, night. Uh, yeah. yeah, for the you, purposes you of everyone. the illusion. What can I say? Ruin the magic. Anyway, <laughs> um, I've introduced him early. Uh, but my name's Sam, and joining me as always is my other present podcasting, podcasting partner. partner. I'll do it. I'll do it now. Go yeah, on, do me. it. Do it. I'll <laughs> it. Um, yeah. So this is our third one. Uh, so we've done Man City and Liverpool tonight. Is the turn of Brighton? Bit of a second team of mine after um. Left us at Swansea City. Um, but joining us, we've got Josh from Together BHA. How are you doing, Josh? Yeah, good. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks for joining right, us. Yeah, not too bad. Cheers for coming on. All yeah, the way from all the way from uh Charlotte, North Carolina, currently. Look at that. We've gone transatlantic, Arlo. Can you we, we broke in America? Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two two boys from South Wales. Oh. Mom, I made it. Look, I made it. <laughs> she come up now. She yeah, she call, think, she think I've finished. No. Um, no, so uh Brighton, where to start? Um, shall we start with, with last season? I feel like I know we're doing a season preview, but I feel like it's a good place to start. Um, how did you feel generally, Josh, about last year? Uh lots of good, but very frustrating at the same time. Um, it could have been so much better. Uh, I'm sure that you, amongst everybody else, has seen the old XG stats. Yeah. Uh, of what it was could only have a been. matter of time before that was brought up. Wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, and that really does like spell out our whole season last year. We, the first half was a bit ropey, um, but we made the changes necessary. We we ditched Matt Ryan um, and. Potter, obviously, you you probably know as well, but he's a he's an excellent man manager, but he's also ruthless when he needs mm. to be. Uh, and Matty Ryan was not what he wants in a goalkeeper, um, so he gave him four months and promptly cut him uh, and brought in Rob Sanchez, which ended up being an unbelievably uh, clever move, astute move, because he then had one of I think he was the top three keepers for shot stopping and. and clean sheets in 2021 mm. um and then he obviously got the call up to the euros for spain so that's a huge six months for for rob sanchez and and you know that's down to graham giving him the chance uh and and once we got past that hump of you know getting rid of matt ryan and getting sanchez in our defense went from leaky to just unbelievably solid and we became mm. a top 10 team in all but goals scored and it mm. reflected in the fact that we couldn't get out of that bottom six I love the XG. I love it. <laughs> like I play Brighton Bingo when I watch you, especially on Sky Sports. Um, I don't know about out in the US what the coverage is like, but over on Sky Sports is it's Brighton Bingo. It's so it's um, XG. It's Dan Burns height, and it's the yep, fact that <laughs> Alexis McAllister is Scottish but actually Argentinian. Yeah, yeah. Those, if you get full out, all three full outs, you just get drunk. Um, that's my rule. <laughs> Um, yeah. So when it, whenever it's Brighton true. play, I get hammered. Uh, <laughs> oh, and also, if you want, you can always add uh, the the that Graham Potter made the lads in Sweden do a play. That, if, you, if they ever get too deep oh, in, okay. that's always the that's always the other one. That's for a night out, is it? You can get drunk in the house if you yeah, get that one. Yeah. You have a night you out go, as well. You go out if you that one. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, you're hammered. Um, talking about uh, on the point of the defense, you said it was unbelievably strong. Um, obviously, a big part of that was Ben White. Uh, yes. Looks like potentially he's going to Arsenal. Off to Arsenal. It's pretty much all but done, I think, isn't it? Really, from what from what we're hearing, um, big loss or replaceable? Replaceable. Uh, I think for day- the money, he's got to be, isn't he? Daylight mm. robbery, frankly. Um, yeah. We are incredibly wealthy at centre half. 
Um, you know, we have obviously Ben White, we have Adam Webster and Lewis Dunk, who are both excellent. We have Dan Byrne, who can play there, who's supposed to be his preferred position, uh, even though he's been playing left wing back. Joel Veltman, ex-Ajax, was superb last season. Uh, he played bits at centre-half, but also right wing back. And then we have Leo Ostergaard, Shane Duffy, if he comes back. I don't think he will. He's not the ball player that, that Potter wants. Um, and we have about four others on loan out at, you know, decent sides uh, around Europe that could come in and fill in. Um, I think Leo Ostergaard is going to be that man that gets the opportunity. Um, he was at Coventry all season last season uh, and was very impressive. But yeah, he had a good season. He's, he's followed the same pathway at ben, as Ben White did. Um, and, you know, the rest is history with Ben. So, uh, yeah, thanks very much for the 50 million. I wish Ben all the best, uh, but... You can't turn down that kind yeah, of money. No, no one's bigger than the club, but no. definitely yeah, not. Exactly. It's, it's similar to when last summer, as a Swansea, we lost Joe Roden, but we instead of losing him for Dana Robbley, we lost him for peanuts. We, we like lost him for a million. lot less than what it should have been. <clears throat> but uh, we're not here to talk about that because we've actually covered that <laughs> quite a lot, quite extensively this season. It, it pops up um, quite a bit, yeah, to be honest. We're not uh, bitter, we promise. We are. We are. I mean, to put, it, to put it into perspective with Ben, uh, if this goes through for the 50 million as reported, uh, that 50 million is more than every other transfer in Albion's history. So, oh, really? That that puts it in perspective of where we come from. So if we're offering, if we're getting 50 million put on a plate for a centre half that probably was our third best centre half last season, honestly, uh, I will. Everyone will snap your hand off for it. Yeah, absolutely. We were talking just quickly. We were talking to um, a city fan, well, a city podcaster. You know, when, when this goes out a couple of days ago. Yeah. But we were speaking to him, and we were talking about the English tax. Do you think that's sort of got something to do with um, with Ben White? And the fact you're paying, you're you're selling for fifty million to Arsenal. Do you think it's a fact he's English a little bit, or one hundred percent? Yeah, uh, I think I think there's definitely an English tax on there because it, it's it's an easy homegrown addition, right? And there and mm. everyone wants it, especially with Brexit and the visa changes. Everybody wants easy homegrown players, and he's still only 23. Um, I think the other thing is, you know, you're paying for the potential in him, and you're also paying for the three years he has on his contract. Mm. So I, I know just today. At the time of recording, uh, Varane looks like he's about to sign for United and everyone's yeah. saying, how, how on earth are you paying 40 for him and 50 for Ben? Well, Varane's done it all already. Yeah. And he's also got one year left on his contract. So you're paying, you know, you're paying for, you're paying for what you get. But English tax is definitely part of it. No doubt about that. Uh, um, go on, I'm sorry. No, I, th- I, think, I think if you're signing him and he's French, he's probably going for 35, 30 at mm. most. I agree. Mm. I think a big part of it is the fact that I obviously Brighton are selling to fellow mid-table side in Arsenal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> direct rivals this season. I think, um, oh, just get that in there. Rile them up, isn't it? Rile them up for anyone they come on next week. Um, no, I think I, I, it's definitely got stuff, something to do with him being English, but I rate him. I rate Ben White a lot. I think he's really, really good. Um, I, I think I rate Lewis Dunk a bit better, though. I was going to say I that. Think Lewis, Lewis Dunk, Dunk is probably the is... best centre-half for he's me. solid. He is. He is. Uh, I think the other part for Ben is he's versatile. He's so versatile. Mm-hmm. He can play right back. He can play central defensive midfielder as well. Uh, Dunk, he can't. And Dunk's 29 now as well. So again, like the age thing is a big thing. Um, if you watch much of the Albion this year, Adam Webster, just keep, keep an eye on him. You'll realize just how good he is as well. He brings the, he's one of the best progressors of the ball I've ever seen at centre half. Yeah. Like, he's your record he is signing, isn't he? Or he was. He is, yeah. 
Yeah, it, no, he still is still? as of oh, right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we did we did an episode on where we ranked all the record signings, and I don't think he was that high because at the start of the season, nobody like he was he was a bit of an yeah. unknown at the start of this season, wasn't he? And um, but he has impressed me. He's been solid. I think it's a good foundation to build on. I wouldn't say he's necessarily worth what they paid um, just yet. But yeah. I think it's a good foundation to build on. And I mean, like you said, Potter's a fantastic man manager. Like the players he brought into Swansea and developed with us, like Ollie McBurney, Dan James. Well, these Roberts. are players. Yeah, these are players from the academy he brought yeah, in. But he like, developed he did, them. Like, he developed them so well. And, you know, Connor Roberts playing for his country, Dan James, you know, Manchester United, Ollie McBurney, very unlucky to miss out on Scottish place. So, you know. Yeah. He's, he's superb. Um, I just want to get your opinion on um, Basuma because there's a lot of speculation going around about Basuma and I can't yes. quite decide whether he's staying or going because I read a different thing every week. <laughs> yeah, I my last podcast for the end of the season, uh, I think I ended it. One of the last things I said was just be grateful you got to watch him in an Albion shirt because the consensus was he's gone. Everybody mm. thought he was gone. And yet here he is five days mm. before August and he's yeah. still in an Albion shirt. I I know that PSG were interested. There was very much conversation there, but why Wijnaldum has gone to them instead. Um, I know that certain other players, teams were taking like a sniff around, but they've gone elsewhere ever since Arsenal even. They, they decided they wanted to go for centre-half instead. I don't know. Basuma's happy here. That's the thing. He's already gone on record saying he's happy at the Albion. So... He's 24. It's not like he's going to have a bad season. He's going to be our best player again. Um, I think that if anything, if he chooses to stay, he's simply adding numbers onto his price tag for us next year. Um, I hope he stays. I, if you'd have asked me a month ago, I'd have said there's no chance. It's not even worth a conversation. At this point, um, my hopes are starting to get up a little bit that we may well see him. It's oh, dangerous. It's the dust that's dangerous. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's a dangerous road from you. Um, so would he be your sort of your player to watch then this season? In terms of the obvious, yeah. Like he's yeah. just so good. Like he, you know, he, he can play against the top teams, Man City, Chelsea, Arsenal, Liverpool, whatever. Well, maybe not Arsenal, but, you know, he can play against <laughs> the top teams. And uh, and he just, he, he looks like he's totally at, at, at comfort with them. Like he just, he's the only one that does. He just looks so comfortable and when he's playing the lesser teams when you you know when you're rolling up against a Burnley or a Norwich or you know teams that are in and around us most seasons you'd, he just he just bosses the game he just takes over um yeah he's he's the obvious one uh, I think he's just going to be superb again if he stays what about your um your less obvious choice <sighs> the new sign-in uh, Enoch Mwepu, Mwepu, however you pronounce his name, is a very interesting signing, uh, very football manager-esque. Um, he, his stats are outrageous. Um, there's uh, a couple of, you know, stats bomb and smart scout and stuff like that have come on and they've been saying things like he, you know, his stats in, in his division are, are similar to, to Correa and, and other players like that. And if we can develop that out of him uh, on the right-hand side of a kind of attacking front three uh, with Trossard on the left, he could be nasty very quickly. Um, I think he looks very talented. What struck me about it, like, I know obviously Brighton are a Premier League club, but 20 million for a club like Brighton, they seem to be like quite shrewd in the, in the, in the market, I feel. 
Like they they don't go throwing around money. Like even when Villa came up a couple of years ago and they spent like a ridiculous amount, didn't they? And then really struggled the season after. I feel like Brighton, uh, their scouting's good, their recruitment is good, and they don't. I feel like they're reluctant to spend a lot of money on a player. So for me, when I saw twenty million from Salzburg, I was like, this guy, this guy must be decent. Like they must they must be backing him. Um, like, do you feel that like as a fan? Like obviously you're far better versed in Brighton's business than than I am. Um, but that's for, as an outsider, that's what strikes me about their sort of dealings. Yeah, there's there's a couple of things to it because a lot of fans will see on paper that we've spent something like 330 million since we got promoted, um, which is a crap ton of money. Mm. Um, can I swear on here? Yeah, within reason, I think. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, it's a shit ton of money. Like it's outrageous. <laughs> um, you know, the amount of money that. 330 million over the course of four years is outrageous what they don't know is that over 150 million of it was uh, on facilities so training facilities mm. training grounds stuff like that still a lot of money on players mm. uh but the thing is is we had a total ethos change between chris hewton and graham potter so we kind of wasted two years uh and you know 150 or million quid that we spent for chris uh and half the players you know, David Proper left this season. Shane Duffy, no place. Ali Reza-Yahambach, gone. Jose Izquierdo, gone. You know, these players that Chris Hutton signed are now all being promptly pushed out the door because they're either not good enough or they don't fit Potter's style. Um, so we're kind of having to reset all over again. Uh, but we are, we have changed. Uh, you know, we got Dan Ashworth in from, from the English FA, who is very good. He's, you know, mostly been touted as one of the reasons why the English youth was so good coming up. And he's already starting to show dividends at the Albion. I don't think we've signed a player on over the age of 24, other than Lalana, um, since he came in. And obviously that Lalana was with an idea of coaching in the future as well. We're very much... Uh, you know, it looks like we're looking at smaller European leagues as well. Belgium, uh, Austria that we just looked at, Poland with uh, Jakob Moda as well. And and we're trying to, you know, snap up these really young, talented players before one of the bigger boys starts sniffing around in two years after they play really well at a Euros or something. Yeah, it, it, it's, the, it's the way forward, though, I think. It's, it's I have, I've said forward. that for years. Go to, you know, there's, there's players who would be playing in, you know, the Bulgarian leagues, the... You know, out in the you know the Iron Curtain as it was, but they these are you know really talented players who will want to come to the English you know Championship, Premier League, League One, League Two, and you know they're going to come for not that much money because you know we've got like to City who are spending you know splashing the cash, but for teams like Brighton, for teams even like Swansea to go to these places and to pick up the you know talent for next to nothing, I just think it makes so much sense. Yeah, and you're right. They want to, like, of course, they're going to want to come and. Give it a go in the Premier League. That's 100%. You're crazy not to. Yeah. And the Albion are very, they're, they're not too bad with spending fees, right? So, like, you've seen like 15 million, 19 million, 20 million, but they're very tight on wages. The wage budget mm. is very strict. So, these players that are coming in, they're young enough to be like, yeah, all right, like, I'll play for 30 grand a week or whatever. That's three times as much as being paid at Salzburg. And they'll come in, and if they move on to somewhere good, then great. If they turn out to be one of our best players, then they'll be paid accordingly, and they're up there at you know, 70, 80 grand a week. Which is... And that's, that's exactly how it should be, because yeah. wages and the player power, I think it's got far too, far too out of hand. Right, you know what strike me as a really well-run club? I was um, going to say exactly the same thing. To Brentford, to be fair. I, like, you know, Alex knows my thoughts. We on know. Yeah. I'm not a fan. But um, nobody in this part really, of the world is. No, they're a very, very well run club. And Brighton strikes me that. And I think that's why I like them, though. 
And like I'm looking down, I'm looking down like the squad list here, and there's not a lot of players that I I don't like or that I don't rate. Like Tarek Lamptey. Well, I was going to well. say him as my my player to watch because he had a really good start last season. Sort of tailed off towards the. I know you you know he's playing regular football, but he sort of tailed off. But I'd like to see him have a really really good season this year because I can see him bring into the England squad in the future. Really, yeah, he, at right he, back. He, he, well, I, I, I think I think he could. Pick one position could. where there's no room. No, to honestly, break. there we are. One, another unpopular opinion. I'll send him off. That likes his mate, Tarek Lamperty, England right back in the future. Lovely. Watch his space. He's only twenty, um, and the thing is, is the only reason he didn't feature more was he got hurt and he's yeah. had hamstring. Yeah, surgery. exactly. And yeah. they think he's going to be back game wise around October. Like he'll be fit to start playing fully again. He'd be hungry, I think. If you get a full season out of Tarek Lamptey, he's our best player ever. That's how po- that's how confident wow. I am on how good he is. He is wow. just outrageous. Like I, and I think you ask most fans if you say like you know if he was to come back and play at thirty games this season, how important do you think he'd be? I don't think anyone would tell you he won't be player of the season even now wow. without even seeing him play. He's that good. Big call. Yeah, he's so good. During this, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> Big call. Um, so 16th last year, you finished. Yep. Honestly, where do you expect or think you'll finish this year? Our XG unluckiness can't possibly be as yeah. bad as last year. Like, surely not. Um, I felt so bad for Graham. Like, he can't put it in himself. He can do everything. He can coach mm-hmm. them to do everything but, but he can't coach them to score. Um, I think that if we go into the the... the the Premier League with the squad we have sans Ben White, I think that we're probably going to be looking at 15th and 14th mm. again. I think we'll look better for it, but I don't think we're going to go too much up the table. I think I think to a certain extent, you've got to take baby steps though a little bit. I know it's been two or three it's three years now you've been... This will be his third with Potter. Third, yeah. Oh, yeah. so how many years have you been in? Have you been this in will the... be our fifth. Fifth. Is it really that yeah. long? Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the years have just flown away. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. <laughs> but I think even even in your fifth year, like we were there, how long were we there? Eight seasons? We were there eight years. Yeah. And it just crumbled at the end because I think we, we almost got too big for our boots. Like, we, you know, we finished eighth and we were like, oh, you know, here we go. And I think yeah. from there, we had a takeover because of it and it all crumbled. We all know what happened there. All fell but, apart. Um, yeah. I think I I think like I said, Brighton a really well run club and finishing fifteenth and fourteenth, particularly in the league these days. It's a different league to even when we were there. Like that top ten is almost unbreakable. I think at this point, yeah, it, it particularly the with top the exception six. of West Ham last season, yeah, and yeah, things like that. But you know, um, but truthfully, I I I can see this Brighton team st- like last season. It was sort of you know touch and go at times, but this I can see them staying up and I can see them sort of progressing because pot the ball. It's part of the ball, the way you know the style of play that he uses, yeah. it's it's a good and it's it's um it's a it's got a good longevity as well, you know passing the ball, the ethos of it all. So, you know I can see them, I can see them staying up, and I can see them being a team to um you know to compete maybe top ten in years to come. Yeah, I th- I'd be yeah, very I surprised if you guys go down. I uh, would be too. I would be too. Um, I think that. I think the key piece is the striker, right? I think there's been all this conversation about assigning Edson, Odson Edouard from Celtic, who's obviously a very talented young man. If, if we get him in, I, you know, then I'm more inclined to say we might actually get yeah. in that top 12 this season. Um, but that's the thing with Potter. Like, you know, if we converted, I, I think I said, like, we had 
you know, like we were expected to score like 23 more goals than we did. Like, even if we score like just a quarter of those, we we go to like 12th last season. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it's not, it's just baby steps in terms yeah. of just what we need to do 100%. as well to move up. And how so. much better does 12th sound than 16th? Yeah. Right. Doesn't it? And that's, yeah. yeah. Um, talking of strikers though, I do, I feel like that's the only, I've got the squad this year and that's the only place where I'm looking, I'm going, it's a bit thin on the ground. Like Aaron Connolly, is he still there? He's a head case too. He's not, he's, he's 19-20 now and he's just constantly in trouble. Like he's out drinking, he's starting fights. He's just, he was on Snapchat like two weeks ago, like mouthing off at some girl, like trying to start a fight with her mate and stuff. And it's just like, and it's constant, like (laughs) it's constant bullshit. Um, It massively has. Mm. Uh, Yeah. He's just, I, I think if we were to sign a striker, you send Aaron out on loan immediately to a championship team and let him grow up a little bit. I take him. I take him at Swansea. I don't think I could. Not in Swansea, man. Imagine him getting into a I fight down the White Street. We had Oli, we had Oli McBurney for four years. Well, actually, yeah. To be fair, Oli McBurney. We be fine. <laughs> um, yeah, Morpé though. I rate him, but he's a bit hit and miss, isn't he? Danny, Danny Welbeck's the same as well. It's it's sort of hit and miss up front because Danny Welbeck, he will have, you know, that one game and he'll bag a goal and he'll think, oh, actually, there's the quality we saw at Arsenal at Man United. And then he'll go missing for, you know, six, seven, eight games, you know. Yeah, he'll, score, he'll score six or seven goals in a season. But that's, mm. again, like you just said, that's exactly it. It's not what you want in a yeah. Premier League striker. It went, Mopai exactly, scored I, 10. Mopai scored 10 the season before last and then scored like eight this season. Two of them were penalties and missed three. You know, like that's it's he's maybe the maybe the holiday has done him good because Mm. Mopai, if he can just score some goals, if he can just find the net when he should be and he's capable of doing, like he can be a 12 to 15 goal a season person. Mm. He just last season was just unbelievable. I've never he seen was, he was like it. brilliant at Brentford. Um, yeah. yeah. He's another one of their exports. Um, yeah. I just think that is the that is the issue. If they can fix that, I think your defence, even without White, is pretty, we'll pretty be okay. solid. We'll be all right. Um, would you, you know, you, you said there's people to fill in Ostergaard, you, you named. Do you think they'll use the 50 million to replace Ben White, though? Personally, no. I know they've been saying. I know that there was rumours going around that they were going for uh, the young lad at Liverpool. Can't remember his name. Oh, Nat um, Phillips. Nat Phillips. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe they do. Maybe they don't. But you know, we've Dunk, Webster, Ostergaard, uh, Matt Clark has just gone on loan to. Uh, can't remember who who in the championship. Um, it Veltman. Brom? It was West Brom. Yeah. Uh, Joel Veltman, Dan Byrne. Uh, and then we've got Van Heck, who's on loan out in uh, like PSV or somewhere, Heronveen, somewhere like that in over there. And you've got two or three others that are also coming through that are like Hayden Roberts and a couple of others from the academy that are incredibly highly rated. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, it just seems like a strange spending, like expenditure of money. Um, yeah, if we were to go ahead and, and get someone in at center half, we've got so many. I agree. So um, I think... Uh... We've hit our time limit. We're trying to keep them. We're trying to be concise, aren't we, Al? As um, punctual as we can possibly yeah, be. Yeah, we're, we're usually not, but we're actually trying to, you know, new, <laughs> yeah. new season, new habits. Um, but yeah, thank you, Josh, uh, for joining us. Uh, it's been a good old chat. Good old chat. Yeah, I've learned a lot about me. Brighton today, you know? Yeah, I have. Because I don't feel like I know enough about Brighton. Yeah, but I've learned <laughs> a lot about Brighton. Um, do you want to uh, spend like 
two minutes or whatever, um, telling people where they can find your podcast. Yeah, it's just at Together BHA on just about everywhere. Um, Instagram, Twitter, wherever. I'm primarily Twitter. I'm mostly on Twitter, uh, but just wherever you want, really, um, I can be available. Um, when I do my podcasts, it's usually after games or if there's any like major events so like the esl we did like a an emergency podcast so did um, we <laughs> yeah we yeah. did as well yeah. <laughs> um and and i'll also uh, stream it on twitch uh most of the time as well um just to have some fan interaction at the time of um so yeah feel free to check it out and we'll discuss whatever you want to discuss sweet well um thank you for joining thank us. you very much for coming in yeah this thanks is, for having uh, me yeah. that's Ah, no problem, no problem. This is our third Pleasure. of the day, Al, isn't it? Third know, of the day. Yeah. Third um, of the day. And I'm off to bed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, well, yeah, thank you again, Josh, for joining us. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with another one. I, I can't remember who. I can't remember who's next. I'm not going to lie We'll to find you. out, don't we? Um, we'll find yeah. out. The suspense will just have to, you know, <laughs> just have to carry you now. Um, but yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. Uh, thank you for listening. Good night. Take care.